following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. Your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. This is a special edition of the Tom Dupree Show. We're going to uh, do two hours with people from the farm and go over some things about the investment industry that uh, in many cases don't get covered on the show um, in as much depth as we would like. So uh, we got Mike Johnson, Philip Sexton, and Guy Huglet in the studio. Good morning. Yes, sir. Good morning. All right. Good morning. It is morning time in the bluegrass. That's right. <laughs> and... Um, let me start off with my psalm here. Psalm 63. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. That's Psalm from the first four uh, verses of Psalm 63. Mike, um, we're, let's just get right into it. Um, frequently, we get people coming into the office who have purchased annuities and or who are thinking about that. Right. And we just had one recently that um, the guy that's on the uh, radio about annuities evidently got them as a client instead of us, which we feel like may have been a mistake, but, you know, that's our view on things. Yeah. But let's talk a little bit about uh, your live. Am I on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're on. All right. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, annuities and, and some of the things that people run into, misconceptions that they might have. Um, things that seem like they should be right, but really aren't. Right. The, this, this whole show, I think, I mean, this is a get your pencil out and take notes kind of show. I think yeah. it's, in, in my humble opinion, you know, it, but hang with us on this and, and really literally take notes on this. Uh, this is exactly right. what we do, uh, when someone comes in and talks to us and has questions on an existing annuity on the possible annuity these are the things that we questions that we ask we call the insurance company the annuity company and get these uh, uh, questions answered so we're taking you through it step by step of what we do um, so what we're going to cover we're going to cover four types of annuities this morning um, variable annuities index annuities immediate annuities, 
and fixed annuities. The first one I want to start out with are variable annuities. Um, you can, if once you get your mind around how a variable annuity works, then you can apply that same information to the different types of annuities out there. Um, so a variable annuity, um, essentially what this is, it's an investment account with an insurance policy wrapped around it. Um, now, annuities in general are sold uh, on typically based on one thing, and it's fear. That's typically how annuities are sold. Yeah. You've worked, you know, you, you don't want this to go down in a down market. You, you need it lifetime income. So say that again. Yeah. You're saying that it's a it's an investment rule that is sold on a negative type of pitch. That's right. That's right. It's not on how it necessarily is better for you. It's all based on this is this bad thing is going to happen, and this is what we're going to sell to. Well, and that that's any insurance too. You think of a car insurance, you're selling that based on you may wreck your car, yeah. your house may burn down. Your house yeah. may burn down. Well, I like to refer to it this way: an annuity for the listeners that really don't understand what an annuity is. It's a contract between you and the insurance company that issues the annuity for a guaranteed payment for life. That's basically how they sell that. It's true. Right? But uh, a variable annuity is a little different. A little different. bit different. And yeah. that's, but, but first, I wanted to make sure the listeners understood what an annuity really is. When you hear that word, annuity, that's what they mean. Right. So... Variable annuities, and, and again, take notes on this. There are uh, about seven different uh, factors that you want to look at with variable annuities, uh, and you want to be familiar with them. The first uh, is contract value. The contract value is what the market value of that annuity is. The contract value is determined by the investments within the annuity. So, on a variable annuity, the contract value goes up and down based on what the performance of the sub-accounts are doing. The next thing is the death benefit. So the death benefit is if you pass away as the annuitant, this is what the beneficiaries get. The next one, um, and this is something we always ask whenever we're calling the insurance company with somebody that already has an annuity, or what premiums were paid initially. Um, then, if somebody already has an annuity, you look at the withdrawals that have been taken. All of this is it's fact gathering. You know, we're we're a registered vet. We're a fiduciary to our clients. If somebody has an annuity or something that they already have that works for them, we're going to tell them keep it. You know, it, it it's it's in it works for you, but nine times out of ten, it doesn't. And this these are the pieces of information we gather. The next thing you have to look at is what riders are on the contract. Now, all a rider is are additional uh, guarantees on the policy. So, underwriters, you could have not underwriters, falling under the category of riders, yeah. are. Uh, you, you spell that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, I don't mean R-I-D-E-R. It's a, there you it's go. Another, uh, it's a feature of the insurance coverage. Right. Right. 
So th- some uh, policy riders uh, or things like guaranteed minimum income benefits, uh, GMIBs is the, the acronym for them. A, a guaranteed minimum income benefit is – uh, think of it as two buckets. You have a shadow value, and then you have the contract value. The contract value is going up and down with the market, and then you have this other bucket that they will have these riders on. So a guaranteed minimum income benefit may have a 6%, uh, as one of seen a number of times, a 6% roll-up. What that means is you put $100,000 into it, that that GMIB each year goes up by 6%, okay? So this is the we'll call this the shadow bucket because that's not money you can actually get to. This money you have to start taking withdrawals or annuitize it to get to this money. Um now if you have an annuity that has a GMIB rider on it, you have to look at how is that 6% Credited. Is it a simple 6%? Is it 6% compound? So those are questions to, to ask. Another rider that's common uh, is called a stepped-up death benefit rider. Um, typically, uh, there's two ways that this uh, works. It could be based on the contract value or uh, the initial premium that was paid, and it can also have what's called a high watermark. The high water mark is you put $100,000 in, the market goes up, your contract value goes to $125,000, and it locks in that stepped-up death benefit. That's the high water mark, okay? Now, we'll get on this more later, but all of these riders, all of these extra guarantees, everything has fees associated with it. Right. Okay, there's no free lunch. You can't just say, I want this on the annuity. You're there's- paying for a lot of stuff whether you need it or not. Exactly. Now, um, going down the line, um, you also have sub-accounts. The sub-accounts are the investments within it. So you have a $100,000 variable annuity. That 100000 is going to be invested in something. So this is the, the real money bucket, if you will, not the shadow bucket. So they'll have a, a small menu of mutual funds uh, to invest in, um, and each each one is different, but it's think of it like a 401K. You have a menu of funds. Now, you have to look at what investments are available. Um, these are determined by the investor, and these are what determine the contract value. Um, we'll get on this when we talk about fees, but these mutual funds – the sub-accounts also have fees in them. So your riders that you may add to this, these guarantees, those have fees, and then the sub-accounts have fees associated with them. Well, I think one thing you said, too, on the, the, the guaranteed minimum income benefit, you know, you called it kind of the shadow bucket. Right. Well, when you actually start to take withdrawals, you're not taking withdrawals on the shadow bucket itself. You're actually taking withdrawals on the contract value, even though you have that guaranteed minimum income benefit, you know, where that that is your withdrawal. So the shadow bucket may seem like a larger bucket, but it's just helping you to erode your your principal faster from the contract value. Right, because once you start taking 
uh, a distribution from that GMIB, Guaranteed Minimum Income Benefit, that reduces your contract value and your death benefit. And some policies do that, what's called dollar for dollar. You take 10000 out, it reduces it by $10,000. And some of them do it pro rata, uh, which is a, a percentage. So you can actually have the death benefit decrease faster because it's on a, as a percentage. You take 10000 out and the death benefit goes down. Take another 10000 out and it's a higher percentage. And it, it compounds that downside. Exactly. Um, now, on the fees on variable annuities. So, and this is a question we always ask uh, when we're on the phone. Um, you, have to, you have to ask specifically. If you ask what fees there are, <laughs> they're not going <laughs> to tell you. You have to ask specifically. Uh, one is called the M&E fee, which is mortality and expense fee. This is what the insurance company, this is like the, uh, if, it, if you liken it to a term policy, this is the premium for the term insurance. So you have an M&E fee. That's usually one of the higher ones. Then you have an administrative fee. Then the third one uh, is the rider fee. Now, the rider fees uh, can be very expensive. Um, these vary depending on the type of rider that's selected. Um, and it's uh, uh, one interesting thing on the rider fees. Let's say it's a 1% rider fee. Now, the GMIB, the minimum income, let's say, assume they have that rider. The fee is tied to that, the shadow bucket value. It's not tied to the contract value of the policy. So let's say you're taking distributions or you have a down market. You have a 1% uh, fee on the GMIB rider. The contract value goes down because the market goes down. The 1% fee that you're paying for the rider, that comes out of your contract value. Right. That's where, it, that's where it's paid. But the 1% is based on that GMIB. <laughs> that has a 6% roll-up guarantee on it. Yeah. So you're not, it's, you're, your percentage in a down market on a rider fee will, can also go up. Yeah. And depending on how your, your cap. You're confusing me already. Yeah, I was going to say something. Can we we? I don't think they ought to be called annuities. I think they ought to be called Advils or Tylenols. And I, I'm not kidding. My head is my head spinning. Yeah, I am so confused. I mean, I'm like, really? What? Are, what are you? Mike went to school on this. I know. Stuff. And, and here we're telling him he's confusing us. I'm sitting over here listening to all this stuff, going, "My gosh! I mean, this is terrifying to me." All right, guys, let's let's hold it for there, and come back for a break in just a minute. Uh, you're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with. Mike Johnson, uh, guy, Advil guy, and uh, Philip Sexton, News Radio 630 WLAP. Tonight. Stoops and the Cats travel to Columbia for a key SEC East battle. We're on the table. South Carolina Gamecocks and your Kentucky Wildcats. The Kentucky Select Chevy Dealers KSR Tailgate Show kicks off at 4.30 right here on the home of the Cats. 6.30 
WLAP. Studies show if you sleep next to someone who snores, you could be losing an hour of sleep every night. I'm Trina Webster, and I don't have that problem anymore. I'm Dan Webster. We're the founders of Z-Quiet. We know how snoring can turn your sweet dreams into a nightmare of shoving, poking, and morning frustration. Not to mention those dreaded trips to the couch in the middle of the night. Snoring was a real problem for us. I tried everything, even surgery, but nothing worked. That's when we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound. Just pop it in before you sleep and kick snoring out of bed forever. Millions of people are sleeping better every night thanks to Z-Quiet. So if better sleep is one of your goals, go to GetZQuiet.com. Z-Quiet works for both men and women. With Z-Quiet, couples are sleeping together peacefully. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Go to GetZQuiet.com. That's GetZQuiet.com to try it for only $9.95. 6.30 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. As we sit here and discuss annuities and we try to keep our heads from uh, <laughs> exploding. exploding. Yeah. Keep going, Mike. All right. I wanted to add, too, as you were saying, you know, the, the how that fee is based on that shadow bucket value, as you, as you yeah. called it so eloquently. The, the law of compounding comes into play there because if you, if you get – a, a few years, like let's say you get a 2000 to 2003 scenario where you get three negative years and your your fee, your your bucket stays, your regular bucket stays like this because the way the annuity works, but your shadow bucket increases, you know, that 1% fee may turn into one and a half. That's right. Even 2% at some point. That's exactly it, right. It's very erosive at that point. Right. And it's all of, all of these fees, the... Rider fees, sub-account fees, M&E fees, administrative fees. These are all headwinds that you as an investor have to overcome to actually ma- start making money, right? Well, right. Yeah, because if, if you've got 4% in fees, well, you're starting out at negative 4% for the year. Right. So you, you've right. got to hit 5% just to make money at that point. That's right. Now, uh, I want to back up. I mean, I know we're throwing <laughs> – that's why I said get your pencil out, right. you know, and take notes on this. Mm-hmm. But I know we're throwing a lot of information out, and the reason we're doing this is we want to educate our listeners. This education is empowering, right? You have to take a look at exactly. what what you own. You can call you as an investor if you own an annuity. You can call. And get this information that we're talking about. You know, we're not we're not coming up here and just bashing annuities just for the heck of bashing. Know. You know, that that's not what we're doing. We're we're letting the facts dictate. This is what we do with our investment portfolio. That's what we do when we're sitting down with prospects looking at, at, at existing annuities. Let the facts tell you if it's in your best interest or not. Right? Right. Um, so one more point on variable annuities. Um, the other uh, biggie that you have to look at is what is the surrender? Uh, what is the surrender schedule? And what is the surrender value? Um, most annuities, so when I say surrender, annuities will typically lock up the money for, on average, probably seven years. So you can't 
take the money out for seven years without a penalty. Yeah. And it's a sliding scale. Uh, so year one might be a 10% penalty, then a 8%, and, and it tears down. So why is that there, Mike? Well, so the annuities are typically the highest commission product that's paid to the broker, right? So what the insurance company is doing, the annuity company, they want your money to stay there for at least seven years so they can recoup that commission that was paid. So they're getting use of your money for, let's say, seven years to recoup what they paid out in commissions. So that's why they're there. Yeah. So w- when you're looking at your existing variable annuity, contract value, death benefit, the premium you paid, the withdrawals you've taken, riders, sub-accounts, the management fees, and the surrender value, those are all the key points that you have to know to make an educated decision on is this in my best interest or not? But what suffers sometimes because of all those fees is performance. Exactly. That's exactly right. You, you, you have that huge headwind to get over or to, to get past before you actually start making money as, as the investor. Because remember, insurance companies are very good at not losing money. You know, th- this is what they do. You know, this is this is the house, if you will. You know, they're they're looking at the actuarial tables. They know how long, on average, certain things happen. You know, if it's how long someone lives, or they they have all this <laughs> in number in numbers in front of them. So whenever they're putting a fee on a rider, be it a GMIB or a stepped up death benefit. They've got that factored in to where, on average, they won't lose money. Right. Well, and, and even then, you know, when when they're factoring all this in, too, when you erode the, the contract value and the death benefit, that doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't an investment value behind it that the, that the uh, insurance company still lays claim to, potentially. Right. I mean, they're they're investing your money and earning a return for themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could you could theoretically whittle it down to nothing that when you pass away, nothing goes out in terms of a death benefit. But the insurance company could still have maybe half the value of your portfolio. Yes, that's right. That's exactly right. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree show with Mike Johnson, Philip Sexton, Advil guy. <laughs> News Radio 630 WLAP. The news. A whistleblower. You want. Here we go again. Read the transcript. Allegation of a cover-up. Perfect phone call. To obtain dirt. A witch hunt. The supposed scandal. Check in often. This is a cover-up. With News Radio 630. WLAP. The iHeartRadio Music Festival's greatest moments. The most memorable live performances from the last eight years. All in one epic TV special. Collaborations from Prince and Mary J. Blige. Justin Timberlake and Shawn Mendes. Please welcome 
Shawn Mendes. Florida Georgia Line and the Backstreet Boys. Epic performances plus priceless backstage moments. Don't miss the iHeartRadio Music Festival's Greatest Moments. Watch our must-see iHeartRadio Music Festival Greatest Moments tomorrow night at 8 on The CW. When you're dealing with opioid misuse, the words we say to each other matter. Instead of, Sarah, are you addicted to opioids? Try. Is it possible you're misusing your prescription? Simple changes in the words we use can be the difference between helping someone and pushing them away. Text talk to me to 474747 or go to noac.org to find out how you can start a conversation and join the movement to break the stigma around opioid misuse in America. Millions of fans have witnessed the concert experience that launched a one-of-a-kind rock holiday tradition, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Live in concert, the all-new Christmas Eve and other stories. Presented by Hallmark Channel, December 5th. Rupp Arena. Reserved seats are on sale now at LiveNation.com. A portion of all proceeds to benefit Kentucky Children's Hospital. More heat and humidity coming your way over the next several days. We're talking about highs into the low 90s on this Saturday. Low 90s on Sunday. We will keep that going into the middle of next week, and it is mainly dry as this drought and heat wave doesn't show a whole lot of signs of letting up until the end of next week. Have a good one. I'm WKYT Chief Mirages Chris Bailey and your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP and iHeart Radio Station. Most shoppers today fall into one of two categories. You could be like Dave, who settles for nothing but the finest. I drive only European luxury sedans, wear the finest Italian leather shoes, my shirts are custom made, and I expect white glove service from those I do business with. I appreciate world-class brands, and at this point in my life, I just don't want to compromise on quality, no matter what I buy. Or you might be like Steve, whose goal is to always get the best deal. I'm frugal. I'm all about finding value. I want the best price, and I don't mind going out of my way to get it. I work hard for my money. I just want to make sure when I buy something, I can have confidence in knowing I'm not overpaying for it. Stop being cheap. It's being smart. You never see these two guys in the same store. Except for one. That's why I I shop shop at Genesis Genesis Diamonds. Genesis Diamonds is that rare shopping experience where you can have it all. Uncompromising luxury and unbeatable value. Exceptional service and the guaranteed best price in America. A premium experience and a smart purchase. This is where the best of all worlds come together. Genesis Diamonds, official jeweler of the Wildcats on Shelbyville Road in Louisville. Tired of opening your closet and never finding what you want to wear? We can help. Stitch Fix is a personal styling service that matches you with your own stylist. Someone who listens to what you love and delivers the best clothes for you right to your door. With Stitch Fix, you'll get to discover new styles, new brands, and new looks to fit your unique shape and your budget. Discover the stylists and styles that work for you at stitchfix.com. Personal styling for women, men, and kids. stitchfix.com. Personal styling for everybody. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show, we're talking a little bit about annuities and some of the features of them. By the way, at Dupree Financial Group, we're a registered investment advisor. We accept no commissions, so we don't do annuities for our clients. We have people that bring them in from time to time that have invested in them, and they want to know what 
to think about them because usually the client has no idea. Yeah. It's interesting. It very, very often they don't know. And sometimes the broker that sold them the annuity maybe not even fully understand. So we're getting into some of the features of the annuities. Right. Getting into the nuts and bolts of it. Now, we're talking about a variable annuity right yes. now. Yes. So, and I, I think our listeners need to understand when, when, when I think of the word variable annuity, I think of in an annuity that is invested in the markets, mm-hmm. mutual funds, index funds, et cetera. But prior to the break, we were talking about surrender. So here's my question that, I, that I'd like to know if I own a variable annuity. I, now, now, granted, I'm going to have to pay all these fees to surrender, which is, by the way, you know, that's, that's a disappointing thing when you have to pay money to get your money, you know? That, that should be something that, <laughs> I mean, shouldn't it be something that you should pay attention to? <laughs> right. You might need two Advil for uh, that one. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Houston, we, we may have a problem here, <laughs> you, you know, but that, that's just my opinion. But, but in any event, what if the annuity fund, the growth, the investment growth in the fund is greater than the contract value? Mm-hmm. What happens in that scenario? So make sure I'm understanding your question. So let's say you put $100,000 in. Okay. And the contract value. What? <laughs> They're over here laughing at me, Advil guy. And the con- let's say you put 100000 in. Right. And the contract value grows to 125000 Okay. Okay. And you surrender. Let's say it's out of surrender. Yeah, so it's out of the no, fee. No There's no penalty. Right, say you're in year 10. Okay. And you surrender it, you get the 125000 okay. Okay? okay. Now, here's the part that people no. most of the time don't understand. You put 100000 in, and it stays at 100000 because let's say the market goes up and then comes back down, you're back to 100000 You have that shadow bucket I was talking about. That's right. That goes up by 6% a year. So you have a contract value that's a hundred thousand, then you have a GMIB minimum income benefit that's worth a hundred and forty thousand. You say I'm surrendering the annuity, I want out, I'm taking my money, doing something else, I want my hundred and forty thousand. You don't get the hundred. You don't get the hundred and forty. Right. That's what we want the listeners to understand. You get the hundred. You get the hundred. Right. You get what the contract value right. is. Where people get upside down on these things is in a down market, market. especially if Ooh. there's a withdrawal yeah. uh, on it, and you put a hundred thousand in, and the thing goes to eighty thousand, and your GMIB is at a hundred and forty. So now, if you surrender it, you're going to get eighty thousand. GMIB is at a hundred and forty. So that's that's where it backs them into a corner. That's a tough decision for someone to make. Right. And that's why we <laughs> do not like variable annuities most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. So what do we say to people with if they come in with one? So after we get the facts, the contract, we get yeah. details of the contract, we go through it point by point with them. And then we weigh if there's a surrender penalty. We talk about what that penalty is, and it's it's opportunity cost. You know, at that point, um, we weigh what their current needs are. We look at their health. You know, because if you have a high death benefit, well, 
then if you're in poor health, well, maybe that's something to consider. But on the other hand, it can be really expensive life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're you're looking at yeah. a 4% uh, annual fee f- for life insurance. So you have to, all of these things we take into account and we explain it. It's And we show it to you on paper, too. This is, I mean, I, we're talking about this over the radio and it's, kind of hard to visualize we lay it out nice and neat and show our clients this is these are the facts and then we make the decision from that right and frequently they will if they don't have too high of a surrender penalty they'll make a change yes yes well um, the i want to shift gears a little bit the the other one that's real popular right now is index annuities so building on the, the concept from variable annuities. Variable annuities are typically the more confusing because you have that shadow bucket, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, index annuities, um, these are real popular right now because they're sold, again. Way on fear. Way on fear. Big time fear. Hey, if you know you can make up to 6% a year, and if the market goes down, your principal's guaranteed not to decrease. That's how they're sold. Okay? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Now, what you have to look at on an index annuity, you still have the same terminology, the contract value, death benefit, premiums paid, withdrawals. You can have riders on index annuities. But the questions you have to ask on an index annuity, first, what index is being tracked? Because they can track multiple indices. Um, they use what's called point-to-point comparisons. So the most simple example is a one-year point-to-point. So it looks at the value of whatever index it's tracking on January 1 versus December 31st, and that's the point-to-point. That's the time frame. Now, they can have monthly point-to-points, quarterly point-to-points. They can adjust all of these things. Um, So you have to know what point-to-point range is being used. Um, then <clears throat> the three biggies, and this is, this is where, this is kind of the gotcha kind of thing with index annuities. There's three ways that they calculate these point to points and the gains Uh-oh. That, and the gains that can be yeah. credited to you. The first and one. And guess which one they'll use. Yeah. The one that's in their, uh, yeah. advantage. That's right. And, and, the, <laughs> and these can change yearly. You know, they can make make the adjustments to change these yearly. So the first one is called an annual cap. So an annual cap is, let's say hypothetically, um, it's 6% cap for the year. Right. So And they do that on a monthly basis. Okay, the point-to-point, it's, it's on a month-to-month. So let's say uh, over the course of a year in January, the market, the index goes up by 1%. They cap it at a half a percent. uh, In February, it goes up by 1%. They cap it at a half percent. Now, you don't get credited this credit until the end of the year. So they cap it on the upside, but there's no floor. So let's say for 11 months, the market goes up by 1% every month. So your credit, if you will, is running at 5.5%, a half percent each month. That's the cap. But... In December, the market drops by 7% in December. From January 1 to December 31st, the market's still higher, 
Yes. But that 7% drop in that month, that wipes out your 5.5% credit for the year. So even though the market's higher, start to finish, you get credited zero. It's just not fair. No. And I've I've seen this play out. We've exactly like that. Th- that that exact scenario, that's a real life scenario that we saw play out with somebody that had one of these for a long time that made very little money on this. Yeah. So I want to I want to give y'all something to kind of feed this conversation. Feed me. F- feed the conversation <laughs> here because you know, people are out here, annuities are a good thing, and, and you run into people that think annuities are a good thing because they represent security. So here's something. This is what America thinks. So we're going to play a little game, okay? America is speaking <laughs> on the Tom Dupree Show. <laughs> Happy Saturday. So all we got to do is answer one question. Would you rather take $500,000 in cold cash right now today this Saturday morning, cash, or $2,700 deposited into your account every month for the rest of your life. The cash. Okay. You Me see? Cash. cash. Well, now, okay. So, now, sure. Cash. Tom Dupree, the team, the dream team at Tom Dupree, Dupree Financial Group, says cash. Obviously, they would because they're prudent Smart, seasoned, experienced investment advice. Show me the money. That's right. <laughs> 62% of America said put $2,700 in my account every month. Is that right? And here's why. Wow. Well, let's 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 talk about the truth, and I think we're going to I would have thought it would have been 90% wanting the cash. Okay. Well, see, that's right. I would always take the cash. We've been trained to do that because of the lottery. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Lord, I apologize. <laughs> we won't get into that. But we well, do the have, lottery gives you the same we, choice. They do. You take the cash up front or uh, a lifetime income. That's right. But who knows how long they're going to live? Exactly. But we are living longer. But there's two things going on right now that are concerning folks. Social Security. And I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later today. Is it going to survive? Is it even going to be there for most people? But then, you know, the pension funds and the uncertainty with all those type of things, and they're not as plentiful as they used to be. So people are worried. They're not going to have enough money to live during retirement. Yep, that's right. You know, and that's one thing that we talk a lot about at at Dupree Financial. You know, we educate and we empower, and we're we're a guide. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So they can live an enjoyable retirement. So right. I just wanted to throw that up as we continue to talk about annuities. This is why people really buy them. Right. That's right. Um, Fear. That's right. The the other, uh, there's two other ways that they calculate these. <clears throat> you have the annual cap. They also have what's called a participation rate. Um, <clears throat> so what it is, that they state that uh, they're going to keep 50% of participation rate. So let's say the, uh, the, st- the index goes up 7% for the year and the annuity company's keeping 50%, you're credited with 3.5% of that. It, it w- you'll start to notice a trend here. You know, compare what the potential returns or the way that they 
cap you on these things. Compare that with CD rates. Compare that with other things out there. I mean, there there are ways to to <laughs> you know. I've told I've told people before that in their scenario, I'd rather see them be in a CD than an index annuity. You know, right? Be- because they're not locking their money up, right? Well, um, and and back to that too. Let's say that on your example, the seven percent, but you get three and a half percent. Well, that's higher than than a, most CDs right yeah. now. You could probably get two and a half in a CD. But from a mathematical perspective, it costs you nothing to buy that CD other than a trip to the bank, basically. Mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side, you've got all these rider fees, all these fees on top of it that come out of the contract value before you start to see these credits. So the same holds true as in the variable annuity that you already start out behind the eight ball. Behind the eight ball. Yeah. That you have to climb yeah. over top of the fee percentage. Then you have to climb over top of the cap. Yeah, it. it people say you know, hey, you know, the stock market's gambling or whatnot. An an annuity, in my view, I mean, that's like it's like betting against the house. I mean, it really is because they're they're so good at not losing money, and it's you're gambling that you're going to live longer than what they think you are. Well, and and take. Take the Dow Jones or the S&P 500, and, and I've said this several times, draw a line from point A to point B, you know, from the beginning to, to today, and that line has a positive slope. You know, there's up and down time yeah, from there, but right. the time value of money tells you that over a long extended period of time, you're going to make a, an okay return. And that's where these insurance companies, they see that. Absolutely. Yeah. They use it for their advantage. Yeah. Really we want to use it for your advantage. That's right. That's the big difference is that we're investing the way the insurance companies invest for your advantage. We're a fiduciary. We're a candid and diligent guide. We empower, educate, and do the other thing. <laughs> God, you've and, already uh, said it. God. The, the, Stay with it. we got to jump. Okay. It is the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WLAP. The news. A whistleblower. You want. Read the transcript. The complaint reads, quote, I was not a direct witness to most of the events described. Without one bit of evidence opens an official impeachment, impeachment inquiry. The news. Here we go again. A public spectacle. You need. Perfect phone call. To obtain Check in for the very latest. The supposed scandal ends up being nothing. This is a cover-up. Is News Radio 630 WLAP. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Meet Evan Goldberg, founder of NetSuite. I had to learn that the hard way with my first company. That's why I started NetSuite. I needed to see everything that was going on with my business in one place. So we built the world's first cloud business system. And after 20 years, over 16,000 companies run their businesses on NetSuite. Everything you need to keep growing is in one place. Financials, HR, commerce, customer info, and more. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control you need to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. That's why companies who use NetSuite grow three times faster than the S&P 500. Find out the rest of Evan's story and get your free guide titled Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits at netsuite.com patriot. That's netsuite.com patriot for your free guide. Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits.
Go right now to netsuite.com slash patriot. netsuite.com slash patriot. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. We've been talking about annuities and how they are not always good for your financial health. Let's kind of cap it off here. Yeah. So to to cap it off, <laughs> you also have immediate and fixed annuities. Um, the the simplest form of an annuity is you give a hundred thousand dollars and they agree to pay you X amount per month for your lifetime or joint or however you set it up. Think of it kind of like a pension. That's the simplest form of an annuity. The biggest thing to take away from from that just that that one simple concept you're trading your principal for let's say uh, $500 a month payment. That principal's gone. You're getting $500 a month. So let's say you're age 60. You're saying that you can live on your Social Security and that $500 a month for the rest of your life. You don't know what inflation's going to be because that $500 a month, there's no inflation adjustment on that unless you get buy a rider mm-hmm. <laughs> with extra fees to for that that would be very expensive um, so you're what you're doing you're taking a hundred percent of the long-term inflation risk and the insurance company they're getting 30 years of compounding on your money you're taking all the risk of inflation and the insurance companies getting the use of it for that long yeah because historically what's been one of the best hedges against inflation has been owning companies Mm -hmm. because they can increase pricing they can do these things that's historically been one of the best hedges for inflation and the insurance companies they own things you know publicly traded companies they you know they will put money with a company like blackstone for investment to earn returns. Our clients own shares of Blackstone in their portfolio, and this is not right. a recommendation um, for Blackstone, but this it's just showing that you want to use the the market and the principles of compounding, the, 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 the foundational principles of finance to your advantage, not let the insurance company that's charging you three four percent because they're taking that three and four percent and compounding it exactly right they're making the money off of it exactly and i think another question um that that should be asked and and is never asked but you hear it asked every time somebody comes in and meets are you a fiduciary well you can ask the person that's selling you the annuity are you a fiduciary but here's the real question is the insurance company that is managing the annuity a fiduciary right Ooh, that's a good right. question because i'm pretty sure they are not required to be a fiduciary i mean if it's a publicly traded insurance company they're a fiduciary to their shareholders that's right and their shareholders aren't necessarily people that own annuities no they want the the stock price to do well they want the company to be profitable right. how's an insurance company profitable they take in more premiums and they pay out that's right so they're not a fiduciary for the investor in the annuity. They can't be. There's, it's, it would be a conflict of interest. Right. The salesman. 
No, the actual annuity insurance company. The, the annuity. No, the salesman could technically co- consider himself a fiduciary, saying, "Right, you know, yeah." Not I if he thinking. takes a commission. I don't think very easily. Yeah, because you, you you talked about this earlier in the show. A lot of these salesmen have really no idea what they're putting their clients in. They just know they're selling them a annuity with a guaranteed payout. Well, a lot of they time, don't understand it. A lot of times they're just told to sell. Just to sell. This, right. Sell this. And that's it. And they're taking somebody's word for it. That's but right. As we were in a meeting the other day. Tom said, uh, you know, they're trusting the guru. That's right. He said in the market went market went bonkers and the guru went I never went, said that. And the guru <laughs> went quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. I did say that. You're right. <laughs> that's true. I remember now. I remember now. Oh, golly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, when, when you're looking at all of this in perspective, I, I wanted to – I kind of wanted to ask a question, you know, the cost of insurance and – so I was doing a little bit of math, and, and guys kind of – I did $150 mm-hmm. on, let's say, car insurance. So just a simple mathematical equation. If you're paying $150 a month in car insurance, you're paying $1,800 a year. In 10 years, you know, you've basically paid for a Toyota Corolla. So let's say you drive for 30 years of your life, you've basically bought three Toyota Corollas. In insurance, great analogy. Same principle applies here with your with your annuity insurance portfolio. Yep. You basically bought your portfolio two and three times over from the lack of compounding that you that you. Yeah, got. it's it. You nailed it. That's the scary. Yeah, that's, that's the, it. That's the ugly truth. Yeah, just let let your money stay in your account, not go be paid out in in extra fees right let it stay in there and let exactly. it compound but i i think you that's, know that's he hit it well, enough said yeah <laughs> enough said and and if if you're too if if you're still confused and need to advil and you still need to know the answers to these questions you know we're happy to sit down with you and, and call the annuity company with you in our office we we do it several times a week yeah. gotta jump call us at Eight five nine two three three zero four hundred. We're at Candid and Diligent Guys. Stay with us for the next hour. It is the Tom Dupree Show. Mike Johnson, Philip Sexton, Guy Hugo at News Radio six thirty WIP. Stories. Impeachment inquiry. Whistleblower. Joe Biden and his son. The attack on Saudi oil fields. Happening in real time. Credible and urgent. The real deal. This is real life. A lot of things are happening. This is News Radio 630 WLAP.